everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. It's Minute 104, which I have beginning with This Ain't Just Kids with Some Pie in the Sky. Mm-hmm. And going on through Sarah... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This ain't just kids with some pie in the sky as Sarah aggressively gives papers. To shirtless boys. To, I, I, I said to the guys in the forge? I think it was like a forge. Yeah. yeah. She's like, she's handing them to them like, take this, read this. And I'm like, chill out just a little bit. Um, and I have it going through disgraceful dentine, which I would like to discuss. I thought it was denty, like what you'd call dentin if you were super annoying. And like a frat bro, future president? That's better than what I thought, which was just that it was a horrible mispronunciation of his name. Right. Okay. That they de- Because I have a note that is, disgraceful Dentine, why did they not make him take that line again, saying his name in any way right? <laughs> yeah. I think he was calling him Denty, which is awful, but at least... I'm going to look at the script again real quick. According to the script, it is disgraceful Denty. Okay. Which is still just so bad. Like, it's annoying, but it's not like a line Pulitzer would read, like, in his addled state. <laughs> he also adds the emphasis on the second syllable. Right. Disgraceful denty. Right, because it's denton. Instead of disgraceful denty. Denton. Denton. Oh, you're right. Brian Denton. It would be like if I decided to start calling you Jamie. Right. And I called you Jamie. I really like that, though. Do you? It's something new. Hello, Jamie. Jamie can be found on Twitter. You know, I went by Jamie as a, as a child. I right? know. That's why I picked Jamie yeah. as opposed to like Jimmy. Right. But. Ooh, I like Jamie a lot better than Jimmy. Jimmy. Nope. That sounds like abbreviating Jamiroquai. Does it? Jamiroquai. I hate it all. Yeah. Is what I'm getting. No, at. yeah. Denti. Yeah, no, you're right. But I'm glad it's not Dentine. And I didn't realize I was going to feel that way. But I am super glad it's not Dentine. <laughs> it sound, it, I have always thought he was saying Denton and just grossly mispronouncing it. That's, yeah, it that, never occurred to me that he could be saying Denty. Yeah, that, that's horrible. Uh, I submit for this episode title, at least it's not Dentine. Okay. <laughs> um, I have Sarah Among the Shirtless Boys, which we've already talked about. Yep. Uh, Frank, you know, f- to be fair, only one boy is shirtless and he has overalls like late 90s R&B style. Sure. Um, the other boy, I believe, is all is wearing a shirt, but he doesn't count because the first boy is like glistening and muscular. Mm-hmm. I would love, if this was a different movie and Sarah was a different character. Mm-hmm. You mean any character? Right. But like, if she, if it was more of a comedy and Sarah was more of a like com- comedy person, uh-huh. <laughs> She would hand out, hand out, walk away, and then walk back a la Ferris Bueller. Like, so, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Got some fires in the forge. Um, my next note is, Boots, no! Reprise. <laughs> yep, he does it again. He does it again. Someone stop him. No one can stop him. He's the only one besides Les who's light enough to scale that building. He's a menace. He and is. I, I promised myself I'd never call someone a menace, but stop it. He's throwing hundreds of papers. To be fair, though, it is Pulitzer's money. I mean... So it's not like they spent any money on those papers. It's, but it's just thousands of man hours. As we have established, this project took yeah. them thousands of hours one night. Yeah, it's it's Davy and Jackie and Denty's and Sari's and Lessie's hard it. work. 
worky. No, it's awful. <laughs> I only have one other note, and it is lots of reading in this minute. I have. Look at all those boys reading. And I say that from the perspective of my mom, who is a reading specialist, mm-hmm. and she's and like boy literacy is like a thing. Oh, really? Getting boys to read is like um like a like a mission that is really important. Yeah, yeah. That's why like uh, Captain Underpants and uh-huh. and the like are so important because they're gross. So boys are like, cool, gross, read. Yeah, this says underpants. <laughs> yeah, I'll read it. There was a there was a a lecture at the National Book Fair that was called something like um, "Boogers, Farts, and Poop: Colon, You Know Literacy in Boys Ages Nine to Fourteen or something like that. Huh. Yeah. So I was like, look at all these boys reading. All you have yeah. to do is print an incendiary paper and. Take it to boys in 1899 where it's either work or read and you'd rather read than work. So like... I feel like it's honestly kind of impressive that that many tween to teen boys mm-hmm. in 1899 were able to read. I am... Because, I mean, when Racetrack establishes twice, do you yeah. know how to read, read this? Do you know how to yeah. read, why don't you read this? He establishes the possibility that you have to ask. Yep. I wish I'd, look, I wish I'd thought of that and looked up the literacy rates in 1899. I'm a failure of the show. You are. Um, God, you never do any research. I never do any research. Uh, my other, my um, remaining note is um, uh, Skittery, mm-hmm. Unknown Newsy, who may be DeCaspery. I don't know. And um, Pie Eater taking off their hats. I thought it was Dutchy. I thought it was Skittery, Dutchy, and Pie Eater. Is it? Okay, fine. I think, yeah. it, I think it might be Dutchy. Okay, I trust you. Taking off their hats when the girl comes out, mm-hmm. it just makes my heart grow three sizes bigger just to see these boys be all, like, polite. And, like, I know we've already seen them take off their hats in deference yeah. to a woman walking by. But, like, there was sort of a, a wolf whistly sort of feel to that scene. Yes. In this, it felt like, excuse me, ma'am, would you be able to, can you read this and, and pass it out to all the other women working in the kitchen or whatever? Yeah, it, there's also, like, a class thing between those two scenes because the first one the woman who walked by was like nicely dressed you got the sense mm-hmm. that she was probably a school teacher mm-hmm. or you know she worked in she was is, stoked about all these kids reading <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is gonna be the second time i'm going to say this but she was maybe a shopkeeper which okay. i feel like has a higher status yes, level absolutely. than the girl who works at the dairy or the girl who works in the kitchen right or something and the the woman that they see in that we see in this minute like she's got like a kerchief around her head, mm-hmm. holding her hair back. Like she lo- she looks like she probably is a laundress or like a scullery maid or something. Yeah, yeah. something where she is doing like manual labor right. as opposed to selling gloves and scarves. Right. No, exactly. And they don't try and get well. That that woman is a woman, first of all, and not like a a kid. In in this in the the woman the shopkeeper or whatever that yeah, they yeah, don't. Yeah. And then this is a a. a a woman, a young woman, or young, yeah, she looks like she's probably about Sarah's age. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, the, absolutely. There's a class thing, but they, but they thing. they give the same level of deference to both of them, they, which they abso- I really appreciate. I absolutely do too. That's really awesome. Um, but they, there's clear, they're clearly they know who to target too, which yeah. is really good. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, it just I was seeing, literally seeing Michael Gorgian take off his hat and his mm-hmm. like flop of hair and whatever. And I'm just like. All these boys, come on. I got really excited about it, but that's because I think that 1992 era Michael Gorgian was just super duper cute, and yeah. I like seeing him do adorable things. No, I, I 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's that. And then my last note is Denti. Yeah. I saved I, I saved um, my last bit of research for Friday because okay. I it's a lot. And this was we didn't really re- super get to see who's saying disgraceful Denti. Yeah. So I saved it for for tomorrow when we get to when we get to see someone. Excellent. Well, yeah. let's uh, wrap up today so we can get to tomorrow. Absolutely. That's how time works. That is how time works. We have Twitter for the po- <laughs> <laughs> for the podcast. It is at Newsies Minute, but individually, I am at unabashedly Aaron, and I am at unabashed James. We also have a Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Aaron and James. If you're enjoying what we do here and would like to financially support this and other Aaron and James products, absolutely. We're also on the Scavengers Network. Um, they have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. And I believe that we're going to uh, run an ad for a show on the Scavengers Network. Yeah, one of our sibling shows. Yeah. Um, but that's going to do it for us, right? For I, this yes, I episode? think that does it for us for today. Just so much reading. Just everyone's just reading. It's so cozy. What do you think they're reading about? Soaking them for crutchy. I mean, basically, kind of. Yeah. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hello, I am Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we are the hosts of Journey Under 30. This is a podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. On each episode, we take a look at a career of an individual that has been recognized by Forbes. Sometimes we look at careers that we think were overlooked. Or sometimes we talk about the careers that you may not know about, but you should. And in the end, we discuss what we've learned as well as how we can apply to our own career paths as we make our mark in this world. So join us every other Tuesday on whatever podcatching app you choose, and we'll see you on the Forbes. See ya. Bye-bye now.